When you talk about a revolution, most people think violence um, without realizing that the real content of any kind of revolutionary thrust lies in the, in, in the principles and the goals that you're striving for, not in the way you reach them. On the other hand, uh, because of the way this society is organized, because of the violence that exists on the surface everywhere, you have to expect that there are going to be such explosions. You have to expect things like that as reactions. If you are a black person and live in, 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 in the black community all your life and walk out on the street every day seeing white policemen surrounding you, I, when I was living in Los Angeles, for instance, long before the situation in L.A. ever occurred, uh, I was constantly stopped. No, the, the, the police didn't know who I, who I was, but I was a black woman. And I had a, had a natural, and, and they, I suppose, thought that I might be a, quote, militant. And when you live under a situation like that constantly, um, uh, and, and then you ask me, you know, whether I approve of violence. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense at all. What's up, everyone? This is Betamax. My name is Fidel. Joining me, as always, is Eddie and Birdie. What's up, guys? What's up, Fidel? Hello. What's up, Birdie? Hello. <laughs> What's up, audience? Hello. Uh, we've been gone for a little bit. Took a little hiatus. How have you guys been since uh Yeah, life's our last been a one? little busy. So we've been kind of really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a I lot going a lot on. Of, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think a lot of shit's been going on since the short time that we've not put one of these out. So much has happened. Yeah. So. Because the the way I think, see, like this podcast, I see it as like it could be a distraction for people. You know what I mean? From like the real world, or just just to help them like occupy their mind to get their mind off shit, and. I feel like with everything that's going on, it's good not to be distracted because it's what's going on right now. People need to focus on it. It's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, that's why we're kind of, we come back with this. Uh, it's a serious, it's going to be a serious episode. Probably not a lot of joking around from us like we usually do. But I just wanted to talk about like our feelings and everything. How, what will we think about like everything that's going on? So, everything that's going on, what's happening, what might happen, what we hope will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, bring some insight for some people that don't really understand some of the stuff that's going on. And I know it sounds kind of like I'm being vague and like being around the bush, but we're basically going to be talking about the whole Black Lives Matter movement. None of us are black, obviously. So we, some people might feel that we're not, I guess, the right people to be talking about this. But I feel like even though we're not, we could uh, convey how we're supportive of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, we might not be black, but we're still three brown kids that kind of grew up around other black kids that just... I mean, we saw what, what everyone in that race is going through and we kind of never, we never turned our back on them. Yeah. You know? So we were, all, we've always been there in, in full support. So I wouldn't necessarily say that we're trying to educate people out there on what's right or what's wrong, but just kind of shedding light on. on and just know. letting everyone know that we support them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just... And, Trying to be real. Yeah. You know. And I mean, all this, like, this has been going on for years. But this has really, like, I guess, jump-started or, like, kick-started with uh, the death of George Floyd. Like, that just, like, ignited and it blew this shit, like, wide open. It was like a wildfire. Yeah. Like, it, it just, it spread like crazy and... I think that was, like, the the boiling point. Yeah, I yeah. That just... I don't know. 
It's like it's shedding it, a light on what the truth of like what's going on, you know, like that that what's been going on for so long. Yeah, it's that more that, people are becoming aware. That incident was more of like um, it's like overstuffing the barrel, you know. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it started anything, but I think it's finishing something because this started a long, long time ago. Oh yeah. Hundreds of years ago. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this definitely, I hope, finishes something that started a long time ago in a very bad way. What was your guys's like reaction to finding out about George Floyd, like that whole incident and seeing everything that has come because of it? Um, if I'm being honest, dude, uh, when I heard the news, um. I just, like in my head I was like wow another black man dead you yeah know? and like that's sad to say you know like like it wasn't shocking yeah yeah I mean, like it's it, something that should be shocking yeah like it like I'm gonna be honest and it, it didn't I did not think that people were gonna react the way they did towards yeah. it you know because like I said my re- my initial reaction was okay another another black man killed by cops not saying that I don't give a fuck about it but it's just it's become so normalized you know? yeah so but yeah I, I initially thought like nothing's gonna come of it but man was I wrong yeah 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 what about you Eddie I first started seeing the pictures before I even saw the video like all over like Instagram just I would even get like emails about it like on my Yahoo like yeah just talking about it and I just remember putting off watching the video just cause like I knew it was gonna be a horrible video to watch oh yeah and like I didn't want to watch it and I put it off for a while until like I just started like seeing like how outraged people were and yeah. like how it was like beginning to like create this huge like bigger movement than what I've seen with like the past killings yeah of like innocent black guys and um when I finally did watch the videos, it, like it broke my fucking heart, dude. It was so hard to watch, and like it angered me. Oh yeah. Like man. it was like I was like fuck like. Like I've seen some fucked up videos, but like just seeing that, like it just, like I don't know how to explain it. It just like it pissed me off big time. Have you seen the whole thing? Cause like, There's I, I recently I recently watched like the entire video. He was in the car already. Like, yeah, and they pulled him back and out. Then, yeah, and he pulled him back out. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, and like after I, I, the first time I watched the, the video, like I, I just knew like this is gonna be huge. Like, and I was right. Like it created this fucking. I don't know. What would you even describe it? Not a movement. Uh, it just it, it ignited people like yeah I think like, it just started waking everyone up to sound a little cliche you know? it did and and it also shined light on a lot of ignorant people yeah a lot of dumbasses yeah like it definitely like like it was weird because like on one hand you saw like all these communities and people getting together supporting each other like you know um On the opposite side, you saw, like, all these racist people, like, just coming out of the woodwork. Like, they just, out of nowhere, like, they just appear yeah. and they're just like, fuck, dude, like. So, it's like, I had I have, like, hope because, of, like, all these people uniting together for a yeah. good cause. And then you get these fucking pieces of shit, racist-ass people, um, like, coming out of nowhere, too. And, like, the fact that they try to justify any of those killings. Yeah. And, like, you know, say, oh, you know, if he wasn't resisting, you know, that wouldn't have happened. Or whatever bullshit excuses they used, you know, to try to make it seem like those cops are just doing their job and they're doing the right thing. And I don't know, man. Like, from a lot of people I've heard that, like, they lost a lot of, like, followers posting things about, like, how yeah. they support, you know, Black Lives Matter. And, 
and I didn't have, I, I don't know, like, I don't take Instagram serious. I don't have a lot of friends on there. Um, so I didn't really experience that. Yeah. But, like, I know, I know you did, Fidel. Yeah, I did. I don't know if Freddie did or not, if he, like, <laughs> lost or gained any followers or anything like that. But No, um, I'm actually pretty picky with um, who I interact with on social media, just how I am in real life. Yeah. So when others just started going down, you know, nothing really changed on in my circle just because, like well, I said, I, I get pretty picky with who I who I want to be around with. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's hard because, like, sometimes it's, like, people that are, are in your family. I yeah. just don't fucking get it. I think that's the hardest <laughs> thing. That's one reason why, like, I don't actively use Facebook. Mm. Yeah, Facebook? Yeah, well, for the podcast, that's oh, one. Okay. Yeah. But... That's why I don't actively actively use it because uh, I know I'm gonna. I would see some like dumb shit. I'm glad I don't have a Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have one either because I feel like I'd be more pissed than I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I did want to mention like of all the protests, like it's been so like. Like you said, you, you you see a lot of people like in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. So it was like awesome to see how many people were going out to like these protests, you know. And like uh, Birdie and myself were actually able to participate in one of them. And for me, I, I think for you too, right? It was like your first time you've ever done anything like that. Yeah, because even like, I mean, I've been around people who've always participated in things like that, especially like being in the punk crowd in, in high school, you know. Yeah. With like, like food not bombs and shit yeah. like that, um, but I never really participated in it just because like, I didn't, I wasn't really that inspired by the movement. Yeah. But this one really hit at home. Yeah. So I felt like I just I couldn't stay at home anymore and just be quiet. Yeah, like like for me. Like I said, first first time I've ever uh, like participated in in any type of protest, and but I felt it necessary. Like I felt it like I felt like I needed to be be there, just to like show my support. And I remember just feeling very nervous the day of, just like very super nervous, just because you see all these videos of like things getting out of hand, you know. And I was just like questioning, like, what am I gonna do in that situation? Like I could do all the planning. I like I want but when it comes down to it am I really gonna go through with anything I plan out if shit hits the fan yeah so that was like going through my head a lot through that, on that day and I remember I remember feeling like scared and just excited at the same time when we we're walking up to the courthouse like with the the coolers full of water yeah I just remember like feeling like I, I was very fidgety cause I was like like I said I was scared but I was excited like and being up there and hearing like everybody's chants and like hearing the people like talk like it was very moving it was very it was very inspiring and i was just like i was i was happy that i was i was there to experience that how, how, how did you feel on that day oh i'm glad it turned out the way it did yeah as peaceful as peaceful as it's as they said they were gonna make it yeah you know because it was a peaceful protest yeah you know it wasn't really it was really organized it wasn't really like a bunch of hooligans getting together with like bats and torches and shit but it was mostly just people just wanting to spread the message and let themselves be known and it felt good being a part of that crowd to know that i'm on this side yeah. Of, of this event you know and it's pretty inspiring yeah you know to see how people can come together and be so organized because i mean that's that's the best way to be that's the best way to go about these situations because if the other side catches you slipping and, and you're not organizing and not in control they'll do it for you yeah you know so it's 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 very eye-opening. I really appreciated that, and I appreciated all those people being so welcoming. And I mean, dude, everybody was being so nice. Yeah. You know, everybody was being like. 
I didn't feel I didn't feel threatened in any way by anyone. Like I like I I felt like the whole crowd was like my homies. Yeah. Yeah. It was tight. It was it was really cool. And um yeah, like I said, I'm glad I was able to go. And I'm glad I, I'm I, I want to give a big shout out to Jose Lopez, our best friend and brother, who actually I would say was was a big he was our, our leader in that then that, that day because you know he brought over the, the first aid kits and he came so prepared with the coolers and the waters so I, I want to give a big shout out to him for being for guiding us and letting us know what to do and how to do it yeah because I mean for as long as I've known him since high school and he's always been all about stuff like that like yeah. he's been to multiple protests so yeah so and it was actually um pretty inspiring to see him there too just given that he's 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 got a lot to lose yeah you know so to see him show um his true colors and and letting us know what side of history he's on puts a smile on my face yeah you know so shout out jose lopez if you're listening thank you appreciate you oh yeah what did you think of all the protests eddie I thought it was awesome. I unfortunately, long well, I mean, story short, I couldn't because yeah. of work. It sounds shady to say because it's like. Oh, I mean, I was in that same boat. Like that's yeah. why I was like, I had one day off, and that's the I, day. That yeah, I was like, it. you know what? I'm gonna like, I finally have the time. I'm there's it just fell in place. Like I gotta go. Yeah. No, I was, it was bummed out. I couldn't do that any of that, but I mean, I was just happy to see that you guys were doing it. And, like, just looking at all the pictures, just seeing how how many numbers there were there like there's a lot of people so i mean that's cool seeing that in your hometown you know they're not gonna stand for that racist bullshit here you know did you guys have like any like anti-protesters there uh i didn't i didn't see any um somebody did get arrested i don't know if you knew that oh that day yeah like while, while we were standing there there was like a little commotion like to the right of us oh really yeah somebody was getting arrested and I remember, like, one of the people that was talking up front got on the megaphone and was like, everybody just stay calm. We'll handle it. And that's why nothing came of it. But, <clears throat> I mean, people, like, just being, t- like, talking shit about all these protests just because they're seeing people looting and, like, destroying property and shit. Also, like, those, that, okay. I'm conflicted on that shit because... Like, fuck, how can I? I understand why people would be upset at that. Because, I mean, it it just seemed that some people were just going out there just to fucking, to fuck shit up, basically. They're using it as an excuse. So, it was kind of making the, it was making the protesters look bad. Because they were being lumped in with people that just wanted to cause chaos. But, like, how how do you guys feel about all that? Like, the rioters and the looters. Well, going back to what I said about staying organized and in control, that's exactly what I mean, you know? Yeah. Because there's always going to be, like, some young hooligans in the crowd that just, you know, they have something to prove and they're full of anger, which is understandable because we've all been there, you know? We were all kids and we were all angry and confused as to why we were getting treated the way we were because of our skin color, you know? But I think the best the best way to go about these situations is, is the way that we went about it that day. We were out on on the protest with Jose, you know. Yeah. Stay educated, stay organized, stay in control, you know. Because, like I said, as soon as, soon as you lose one of those things, someone's going to do it for you. Yeah. And that someone could be a, a bad person. Yeah. You know. The same people who are who are getting, who are beating up like innocent kids in New York, in Chicago, in Texas, you know, like like, just because they they want to bash in a window, now that's their excuse to beat the fuck out of you, you know. So, I definitely don't agree, because when you get unorganized and out of control like that, you tend to hurt the other side like how you want to, but at the same time you're hurting your side as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you just bash in a window and you're you're hurting the establishment. But 
someone whose business you just fucked up worked on that their whole life you know yeah so that's why like I I, I always I, I always go back to st- like just stay organized stay educated stay in control that's the best way to go about it so what about you Eddie how do you feel about it I think that there needs to be violence in order to get your point across and I feel for this movement that was necessary and like I said I understand when it's like small businesses like and you're just completely bankrupting them like you're just ruining everything for them but if you really look at the riots most of the shit they destroyed were banks were targets were big you know these big monopoly fucking corporations corporations yeah yeah, so I mean I don't give a fuck about them like that wasn't if you you know blow up a fucking target like that's not gonna hurt anyone that's you know that I give a fuck about you know like and I think in order like it it sounds kind of shitty but like you kind of need to have that violence in order for them to take you serious and to kind of get your point across they can also use that as, as an excuse to use violence against you, though. That's true. Yeah, that's why it's... But I did see a lot of videos of cops getting yeah. their fucking faces oh, yeah. smashed in, which yeah. I thought was fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it goes both ways. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced tear gas, but it's fucking painful. No, I don't know. Like, it literally feels like your skin is on fire. Like, it's it sucks, so it's like... When you're, you know, in a violent protest, like, and you're risking that, like, man, hats off to you because, like, just to go through that, man, like, you have to have nerves of steel. But, I mean, if you're risking all that and you're, you know, you're smashing the right, (laughs) the right places, I think that's kind of necessary because, I mean, peaceful protests, I feel like they're not always going to get your point across. And... I feel like there there has to be that necessity where you kind of destroy something to build something better. And, you know, if that means smashing a Walmart or something, then go for it. But, like I said, like, a lot of biz- small, you know, mom-and-pa shops, they did get, like, destroyed in the process. And, you know, that sucks. Because, like Birdie said, you know, people have worked on that their whole lives leading up to this. And now, like, yeah. you know, how do they recover from that? And they don't. So, my best thing would be, like, to choose what you're going to destroy if you're going to go the violent route. Yeah. And just be educated about what you're going to do and how you're going to go about it. And I think that's, like, the smartest thing you can do. Be smart about covering yourself up. Yeah, and also, like, you know, wear the right protective clothes and all that. And I thought that was cool because, like, you would see that on social media, like, how to protect yourself from tear gas or things (laughs) like that and, like, what to do. You know, they have, like, the whole buddy system. Make sure you're with friends and all that. Which, is like... Don't post about what you're destroying. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't fucking go on Instagram and post a live video of you doing that shit. Yeah. But, like I said, like, there's a lot of people that are obviously in it for just the looting part, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I want to believe that most people were there because they wanted actual change yeah they're angry yeah so i don't know that's my like five cents on it but i don't know i mean there was even like video of police destroying shit yeah like to give the excuse to allow themselves to use force yeah and a lot of like police are fucking instigators themselves they you know they wanted some action too so you know i'm sure a lot of them lit the fuse in a lot of protests and you know that got everyone else rioting and that's what started it but what's your guys' opinion on police a cab yeah <laughs> yeah dude a cab all the way yeah yeah i've never met a good cop yeah well not only that like i hate when people say like oh not all cops are bad but it's like when it's for instance like i'm a chef and um one day uh I look over and like one of my coworkers is like, you know, spitting in one of the soups or something. Yeah. And I'm looking at him pass that soup out and, and everyone's eating it. 
I'm just as guilty for not stopping that person or doing anything about that as that guy is. Yeah. You know? And that's the way I see the police. Like if, you know, there might be like this, you know, a few people out in the you know, police force that are there for the right reasons. They want to make a difference and fight crime and do all this crap. But when all this shit is happening and you're not doing anything about it, like you've chosen your side and yeah. you're on that side of, you know, you have that agenda if you don't want to like, you know, have the, like, you can easily like, dude, if a bunch of cops got together and said, you know, like, we don't want to be part of that group. And we you know they protest, they went on strike or whatever. Like they can make a huge difference, but you don't see cops doing that with each other. They, they're, they support each other. Yeah. And to me, that is why I don't support them at all. And I won't, I fucking hate cops. You know, I'm, unfortunately like they're just like there's so many things in life that require police to be there like i was in like car accident a couple weeks and like i had to file a police report so like talking to the cop i was just like look at him like i fucking hate you <laughs> like but like no man like i i don't support the police at all i don't i've had many times where like you know something shitty would happen and i don't bother calling the police just because I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to. The, the way I see it is when you, somebody is deciding to be a police officer, like you said, they may have like the best of intentions. Yeah. They want to make a difference. You know, I'm not going to be like the rest, you know, but they're putting themselves in a system that is just inherently bad. Like yeah, the way, a, the way they're trained, their way they're conditioned. Fascist agenda, dude. Yeah. Like, they're they're not con- they're not trained or conditioned to protect people. They're there to to enforce the law, and the law isn't in place to help us. Exactly. Like it's such a fucked up system. Like this whole like reform of the police. Like it's not gonna work because it's not just the police. It's the whole fucking system that has to change. Like. They're, they're these these people going in with all the good the good intentions they can have. Okay, for how long ha, has the police been in place? And of course, there's always going to be somebody like, oh, I'm going in with the best of intentions. I want to change shit. Look how long it's been, and shit has not changed. Everything's still the same. So like, you're going into a system with these goals that you're setting yourself up to fail. Like you're not gonna you're not you're not going to achieve your goals and you're going to end up becoming complacent and and become just as bad as the bad cops. Yeah. Like like I feel myself getting riled up about it like cuz I'm the same I've never supported the police for as like as long as I've been conscious enough of what the police are there to do. Yeah. It's I think just, if you're one of those people that just, you know, you want to be a cop and you want to change what's going on you know, keep in mind that the system that's in place right now has been in place for years. Like, a hundred years. Yeah. Like, this system was established by the white man, you know. So, if you want to change, like, I, pr- I, dude, I, I praise you. Like, if you're listening and you want to be a cop and you, you're telling yourself you, you're going you're gonna to change shit once you get in there, like, I, I praise you for doing that. It's definitely not going to happen overnight, but... I don't know. I, I stay optimistic about attitudes like that because, I mean, I hope in my lifetime these this system will change, you know. It, it won't have to... It won't have to be... There won't have to be a day where there's a black man behind the wheel or, like, a brown man behind the wheel and there's a cop cruising behind him and he gets nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean... Have you guys ever had any bad experience with a cop? I have, but honestly, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. You know, I'd rather just keep that to myself. Um, just because it's really personal. Yeah. And I'm trying to focus on, on, on the movement. Okay. You know. <laughs> have you? Yeah, but you know what? I agree with Birdie. I don't want to talk about it. Just keep focused on what's going on right now, you know? Yeah. So, 
with that, I want to talk about. Have you Eddie? Hmm? No. Heck, no. haven't. No. Well, yeah, I've just never had to deal with them. Yeah. Um, been lucky, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I do want to mention something. When I was like seven or eight. No, I was probably older than that. I was like maybe nine or ten. Nineteen, twenty. <laughs> um, we lived in Rubido. And this is when I started becoming aware of like the type of business my parents were doing. Like besides their actual jobs. Mm-hmm. And they, my mom, my mom and dad used to rent a room out in our house to this couple. like, And they had two kids, whatever. But... They didn't live with us anymore. They hadn't lived with us for like a month. And I remember me and my like my best friend were playing Nintendo in my fucking in my room. And fucking SWAT team comes in. And I have a fucking assault rifle pointed out in my face. Mm-hmm. Fucking nine years old. Yeah. And they grab me and my friend and drag us to the living room, grab my sister and her friend, put us put us all in the living room. They have fucking guns pointed at us, asking us like where our parents are. Dude, we're fucking kids. Like and I recently was like, this memory recently came back to me because I was reading a story of a seven-year-old black girl who was shot by a SWAT because the police raided the house looking for somebody who didn't live there. Mm-hmm. And SWAT fucking shot tear gas into the house before rushing it. Yeah. And the officer claimed that he saw a shadowy figure on the couch believed to be the suspect so he shot ended up being the little girl shot her in the head and like when I read that it reminded me of that shit I was like fuck you know like I was lucky enough to not experience go through that you know but <clears throat> I did want to mention that what I want also want to talk about is the whole defund the police what it means because it seems a lot of people don't know what it means. A lot of people think it means getting completely rid of the police. Like, this could be the Wild West. Out yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's not what it means. Yeah, I've had a lot of coworkers say, well, I don't know why they want to get rid of the police. It's like... That's not what it means. <laughs> I don't even... Like, I don't know, man. I feel bad for not trying to educate them, but they're just... They're idiots. <laughs> Let's go back to what I said, dude. It's like, stay educated, man. Yeah. Do some research. It's like... That cell phone in your pocket has so much knowledge that you can take advantage of. Like, stop taking pictures of yourself and just... Read something. Read something, dude. Like, read an article about what's going on. Like, what might happen. (laughs) You know, like... Stupid! (laughs) So, for those who don't understand and don't know what exactly defund the police is, it's basically removing some of their budget like and allocating it to different city services. To better help the communities. I'm going to read off some stuff that I looked up. So. The U.S. spends about $100 billion every year on police. Like. That's fucking insane. Like uh, across the United States, the police budget not only tops, but it severely exceeds budgets for other city services like the fire department, education, or like health, uh, mental health services. How is like how is that okay? Like, it's not. But I just feel like it just gives people like it gets to pass because people feel safer, I guess, knowing that <laughs> like the people that are supposedly there to protect them and keep them safe are being well taken care of you know yeah and it's like that's not the case at all like you can you can make your community so much better for everyone just make it a better living situation if you just funded the money somewhere else yeah like they and the police being like the ones to call when like there's like mental health issues you know like you dial nine one one, like usually the police are the ones being sent when it has to do with somebody like either like having to be a fifty one fifty or you you know what I mean? Yeah. When it it should be somebody who specializes in that. Yeah. Because the police aren't trained in how to handle those type of people, you know. Like it's just like okay, I I read that in Eugene, Oregon, and Austin, Texas, 
alternative systems have already been put in place to be able to send mental health professionals to certain 911 calls instead of the police. And then, like, it's severely increased, like, just, like, the betterment of their community. I'm sure. <laughs> and there's, like, idiots out there making jokes about, like, you know, there's a guy with a gun in my house. You better send a social worker. And it's like, dude, like, you're so dumb. Like, you're so stupid. Yeah. Like, that's not how this works. I don't know, man. I feel like they're just living in this, like, fantasy world where they're not being realistic and they're not seeing things realistically. It's just dumb. And like, it's just dumb people being dumb, and, and, and that's how they want you. They want you dumb. Yeah. They don't want you to know why you're getting a gun pointed in your head. They don't want you to know why you're not allowed to say certain things. Like, for all those people who, who think the way they do when they hear these things, fuck you. And go read a book. <laughs> and like, it's just, it's so astonishing to me the amount of training is requ- that is required like for police to become a police officer. Like you need to put in more educational hours to become a hairstylist than to become a police officer. That's fucking nuts. Like the way I see it, cops... If uh, police officers need to have the same amount of education as a lawyer, because they're what they're enforcing law, mm-hmm. so they need to be able to understand that shit. Yeah, like, I, I think just the whole training, like it just needs to have a complete rehaul too, where yeah. it's like you're not trained to fucking shoot first, ask questions later, you know. Where yeah, because like, I mean, where it's like you should draw your gun as a last resort. Not fucking first. Yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid. And it's like, if you're fucking that scared, you're that, like, unstable, like, you shouldn't be a cop. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Did you see that the video of the fucking cop that was upset or, like, got shaken up about her McDonald's order? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, if you're that, if you're that sensitive. You should not have a fucking gun. Like. Go get another job, dude. Yeah. Or not like, only that, like, they need to have, like, psych evaluations, like, every so often, dude. Every few months. Because, I mean, like, I just feel like, you know, most people are just unstable and unfit to carry a weapon, you know, especially holding a fucking title, like, a job title that just, honestly, like, just grants you immunity from killing anyone, really. Yeah. And, like, this the this whole like job being a cop, it seems to attract like fucking bullies. Yeah, it, it attracts people that crave like power. So when they have that power, they tend to fucking abuse it. Yeah, like it's it just needs to be just like you said rehauled, yeah, redone. And I think that's like I said, where psych evaluations need to come in. Yeah, yeah, because the people who are becoming cops or who are cops. It's the same meatheads and, and like fat idiots that you went to high school with, you know, yeah. who like people like lawyers or people who are actually doing something to provide to the world are like the same nerdy kids that look like us and like they're just not dumb. Yeah. Well, I think smart people are just like not dumb enough to be a cop in the first <laughs> place. It's like, nah, I'd rather do something productive with my life. Yeah. It's just upsetting. It's it's upsetting. It's infuriating. It's just it's sad to see like how 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 blind people are. How how they blindly follow this whole system, this whole police system. It's, it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Um. Every time I come over here, mm-hmm. I always think about that house you were telling me about that had the Blue Lives Matter flag. Yeah, they don't have it up anymore. And they took it down when all the protests were happening down here. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're such a freaking chicken, dude. You know what I noticed, though? He put up uh, blue Christmas lights. And he has has them on every night. Yeah, it's like, how much of a chicken shit? Like, if you really believe that, stand for it. Yeah. Don't get scared once everyone starts, like, fucking, you know, protesting and, like, you know, calling everyone out on their shit. And it's like, no, I'm just going to 
I don't really believe this, you know. Like, I'm gonna take it down. That's just some chicken shit, dude. Like, I'll believe it when I don't feel threatened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, man. How do you guys feel about the people who say, like, all lives matter? I think those are the type of people who need to educate themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think those people are just also, like, secretly in the closet racist. A lot of them are. And they just don't... They're just not honest with themselves or with anyone else. They're just... I don't know for for anyone to say that like it could be that they're just really uneducated, and they think oh like you know the whole Black Lives Matter thing is just oh because you know only Blacks matter no one else does and it's like that's what they think it means. I think a lot of them do, but I, I don't know, man. Like I just like I think a lot of them too are just racist and they just don't care about it. They just it's like oh no, you know white lives matter too. When they because when they say all lives matter, I. They don't mean black lives. Yeah. They don't at all. Yeah. Because they're, they don't, re- I feel like they don't realize they're saying it as a, like a response or just an argument against black lives matter. Yeah. It's like, so the way I see it, they're saying it as a, a way of saying like, no, all lives matter. Black lives matter isn't included in that. You know what I mean? I've tried to explain this to a few people and they just didn't get it through their fucking dumb heads. <laughs> And I saw this illustration that like kind of it simplified it perfectly to this situation, and it was this house that was on fire, oh yeah, completely engulfed in flames, and these firefighters were were all focusing um, blowing water on this house like a couple houses down from that, and somebody said um, like oh that's not the house that's on fire, and then the firefighter says oh all houses matter. <laughs> and it's like it's perfect like it's true like you know whites aren't the one that are fucking under attack you know yeah so it's not like i don't know man it just i think that pisses me off more than anything else that's going on when people say all lives matter yeah yeah i just want to say you know these protests are still happening just because it's not blowing up on social media right now just because it's not all over the news are still happening. Minneapolis is still every fucking day. People are out there protesting. This this is like one time too that like I, I I hate social media, but like at the same time like I'm glad it blew up. Yeah. As much as it did on social media, because it made a lot of people aware and it made like I guess like it made me feel like oh you know I wasn't the only one like against this and like I just realized like oh man there's a lot of supporters out there. Yeah. And it brought a lot of light. Like, I'm sure somewhere out there, somebody wasn't educated enough and, you know, they saw, they read some posts or something and maybe educate themselves and like, you know, oh, fuck this, you know. Yeah. I completely understand where they're coming from now and, you know, hopefully open their mind up and put them on the right path. But yeah, you know, like I said, these it's not over, you know, things are still happening. These protests are still going on. A lot of change needs to happen. A lot of things about these um, about these protests that actually blows my mind is that um, this is going on all over the world, dude. Yeah. Um, Japan, England, France, Mexico. Yeah, everywhere, man. Like, like, like I said before, as cliche as it sounds. People are waking up, dude. Yeah. And uh, the black community is, is is saying enough, and everybody's in support around the world. You know. Yeah. Um, because police are all over, dude. You know. Um, but that amazes me too, is the fact that everything, everything is 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 happening around the world as it is right here. You know, people are are getting tired of of getting taken advantage of and getting bullied and and getting killed for nothing. You know. Yeah. And it's it's uh, like I said before, it's inspiring and it's it's beautiful to see because um, things like that keep me optimistic because 
uh, like I said, uh, I hope in my lifetime I see the change happen. Hopefully, man. You know, and if it doesn't, I hope this next generation takes care of it. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, we're still talking about it, like how we are right now, and we're still using our voices. So are the people around us. And, man, like, there's a lot of people that I thought I would never hear about shit like this that I'm hearing from. Yeah? Yeah, because, like, I mean, there, there's there, there's also a lot of people that have been quiet, which uh, I'm not going to say anything about them, but <laughs> <laughs> but the people that I thought that I assumed would say quiet are actually speaking up against everything going on, which is surprising. And, and, yeah, dude. It, yeah, like, it, it puts a smile on my face because I'm like, wow, I would have never thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I've had, like, a few friends that like i don't know like they always kind of came off like maybe they're like i don't know like don't support that yeah <laughs> and they would yeah they were all about it and i'm just like damn that's that's a shocker but that's awesome yeah so yeah um, that's something cool that came out of this but yeah i hope uh, everybody keep it up you know yeah because like i said this started a long time ago this started before we were born before our parents were born and I hope we can finish it. Hope so. Yeah. I wonder what it's going to look like in the history books. If it's even going to be fully covered. I think it will. I hope it will. If people are as awake as I think they are. I know it will. I hope so. So to close things off, um, I mentioned the whole hopefully it gets covered in history books because, I mean, black history especially is known for being erased from history books. So there was one event I wanted to mention that isn't very well known. It's becoming more known now just because of everything that's going on, but it's the, the Black Wall Street Massacre. So, for those who don't know, on June 1st, 1921, America experienced the deadliest race riot in history that happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I say riot in asterisks just because that's how it's reported on. Really, it was a massacre. And I didn't know about this event. Like, were, did you guys know about this event? Like, were you taught about it in school at all? No. The Tulsa massacres. Nope. Yeah, I didn't know about it. The only the way I found out was Watchmen. Yeah, same here. The the HBO series, the very first episode opened up with the Tulsa uh, depicting the Tulsa massacre, and I had no idea that was an actual event. Like I, I had no idea that actually happened. I looked into it and I was like, "How the fuck is this not in history books?" It's nuts. Yeah. Basically, it's called Black Wall Street because. It was a part of Tulsa, Oklahoma that was just flourished in wealth. And it was like one of the wealthiest black communities in all of the United States. What happened was on May 30th, a young man named Dick Rowland, who's 19 years old, shoe shiner, young black kid, took an elevator at a nearby building to use the restroom. And at that time, like they had elevator operators. The one, the elevator operator working that time was a 17-year-old white woman named Sarah Page. Now, it's still not really known exactly what happened, but she accused him of sexually assaulting her while in the elevator. She ended up not pressing charges, but when he was going to his like his court hearing, the courthouse was like surrounded by like white supremacists as well as like the residents to protect him, and it broke out into this just these white supremacists killing these black people and the army ended up sending out fucking planes and dropping bombs on the city by the end of all of this shit 300 black people were dead and were just thrown in fucking mass graves it sounds like something out of like a movie yeah like it doesn't sound real like that is fucking nuts that's scary 
Yeah. The fact that, you know, we found out about something like this in 2020, it just shows you how, like, how much shit isn't covered. Yeah. Like, what else don't we know? Exactly. Yeah, that's why it's up to people to, you know, stay educated. Yeah. And then this coming from an HBO series based on a graphic novel. Yeah. Um... Which leads me to say, there's no excuse for you not to, not to be educated on these things. There's movies, there's shows, there's yeah. books. I mean, the only thing missing is 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 video games on on, you know, the black community. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all in your hands. You just have you just have to go out there. Yeah, look for it and, and try and just. You don't even have to try hard either. Yeah. Like, it's all there. Simple Google search. Yeah. So there's no excuse for people to just stay ignorant. No. But it's also not too late. I mean, you're, if you're if you're a racist piece of shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Go read a book. <laughs> and then, if you change your mind, don't fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Unfuck you. <laughs> Unfuck you. <laughs> But yeah, I just uh, I wanted to talk about this with you guys. Wanted to air it out. Hopefully, we did shed some light on some stuff for people. Yeah, and then I think I think part of the purpose of this episode is to show support from the three of us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, three brown boys for all black people. Hell yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. Please. Keep doing, keep doing what you're doing. Yes, keep, keep, keep signing, signing petitions, donating, donating if you can. Keep fighting. Share information as much as you can. Because this isn't gonna change overnight. Yeah, and it's not gonna, it's not gonna stop anytime soon. Yeah. So, just keep going and fuck ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. We'll see you uh, next time.